This episode of Laser Time is brought to you by Geek Fuel, and you listeners can go to geekfuel.com slash laser time and receive a free Star Wars item worth $20. Ready to talk some? Yeah. yeah! The whole world's waiting for you. Yeah, let me raise her a little bit. That's almost there, Wonder Woman. But no, we're not going to talk about that right away uh, because we want to talk a little bit about female superheroes. Hi, everybody! Welcome to Laser Time, the Internet's seventh leading pop culture <laughs> podcast. It falls every week. No, no. For some reason, I'm Chris Antista. Who do we have with us? The wonderific Henry Gilbert. Dave Rudden. And our very own Amazonian warrior. Thank you. Diana. Diana. Diana Goodman. Princess of Goodman. Dirty 2010's <laughs> Diana Diana Goodman, our very own. Actually, yeah. can I tell a weird story? Yeah, please. <laughs> so my last name's not supposed to be Goodman. It's not? No. Uh, Goodman was a name that my great-grandfather took to avoid going into the army to fight for the Tsar. So mm. uh, his original name was Prince. Whoa! Whoa. Yes. Wow! I, I don't have a lot of Diana sounds Prince, up here. So. <laughs> wow, you're a real Diana Prince. I'm a real That's Diana crazy. Prince. Yep. Oh, I'm so glad. Well, I'm, I'm so glad. Spin around here. now. Look out! Everybody, stand back. Well, hold on. We're going to talk a little bit about Wonder Woman, but we're going to spoil it later in the show. Yeah. Well, the next. Not in this segment. So if you don't want to hear Wonder Woman spoilers, you can listen to this segment as long as you'd like. Yeah. Can you believe she killed Wolverine? Nah, come on. Uh, well, she snapped his neck. She she killed Wolverine. Chances of having the best superhero movie of 2017. To, to some people, I I, I yeah, they're pretty close. Yeah, yeah. they're real close. Uh, but yeah, Wonder Woman is out in theaters, and you know, now this isn't a spoiler. We all really liked it. Right? Yeah. We did. We really did. And it, yeah, but it took 76 years. Yeah. 76 years. She first appeared in mm. 1941, and they didn't. She didn't get it a live action film. Until nineteen, uh, until twenty seventeen, unbelievable. Oh, wow. yep. I'll talk a little yep. bit about her, but I wanted to talk a little bit about female superheroes. Mm. Okay. Did you know the fourth episode of Laser Time is about female superheroes? Yes. I did because I'm the one who made you do it. But it's about it's a it's about oh because we watched was it because we watched Supergirl? It's because yeah. no. you kept mentioning Supergirl but hadn't seen it. And I was like, no, oh, I'd, oh, I'd seen it, just didn't remember this. it. We're but it, watching this. Well, that's why then later there's a Supergirl, and episode. it's bizarre. It's bizarre. Super a female superhero variant. There are there more of them than there are organically created super um, popular superheroes. It was easier to introduce yeah. them yeah. as a as another version of them. Like in the in the fifties and forties, this writer Otto Binder was kind of the the uh, he was on the cutting full of women. He was <laughs> he, uh, he was on the cutting edge of it. He was writing the Shazam Captain Marvel books back then, and he's like. You know, we should just have a Mary Marvel. You should have uh, you should have a little sister type character. And then when he would quit uh, a few years later, he would quit the Captain Marvel books and work on Superman. He then would say, "We should do the same thing again with a Supergirl." And so he was, uh, and that was kind of the style of how it would go with female variations on superheroes. It would be easier to introduce them than just launch a whole new superhero comic that's starring a woman. It would really didn't happen like in the. In the 40s, 
Wonder Woman really was the first one, and there's there's actually a she very was not the first one. Well, no, okay. she's she was not first the first female superhero. One. I have it written down here because mm-hmm. I'd never heard of her. That would be uh, <coughs> Fent. Phantoma, mystery yes. woman of the jungle. Yes, oh. Phantoma. Actually, I've read the Phantoma comics because the um, mm-hmm. this I the creator of it is one of the most gonzo comic creators ever. He is a crazy drunk asshole yeah. <laughs> who just did creator own comic Jeff Flesher, and he did this uh, he did this book called uh, it was collected in this thing called I Will Destroy All Civilized Worlds and they read like insane <laughs> insane fan fiction the stories were like I am I am the greatest superhero ever you you crooks can never stop me and he will then just spend the rest of the book tearing them to pieces and giving them ironic punishments there's one guy like all right we're gonna hold up to bank he's like i'm shrinking you down to just your head i'm throwing your head into space and and phantoma did the same stuff too and so she was the first one but created by this crazy guy female superheroes have ever had a rough Go yeah. pretty yeah. much, yeah. and it's, it's weird when you ex- and I guess I should also say, Jesus. Well, not only will we be spoiling Wonder Woman mm-hmm. to limit the audience in this show, this could get a little SJW. So before mm-hmm. I head you off in the comments, leave knowing that next week will be all about this. <laughs> so <laughs> just, just so come back next week for come farts, back next then. week. Almost um, exclusively male farts. I might add. Yeah, I was gonna say you just assuming that's a man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I happen to know it's a man, but uh, you'll find out next week what that's it's about. It's a homegrown organic fart. But, uh, but it, it fascinates – that's why the superhero variant thing fascinates me because you don't get a lot of lady superheroes. You get a comic character that's so popular they spin it off into a female version. And in that comics, Marvel comics, uh, most comic companies started out as romance books. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's where the lady audience was huge and they just sort of abandoned yeah. them once yeah. the superhero uh, Pre- craze started. Yeah, pretty much like – uh, when comic books, the golden age boom really happened in the late 30s and into the 40s, they were kind of for everyone. Like girls were, little girls were reading it just as, as much as little boys. But then it got more varied and superheroes also came, like fell out of fashion a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, boys were more reading the crime books that had sex and violence in it. And then meanwhile, there were romance books and the Archie books. And Marvel especially, when mm-hmm. when superhero comics died in the 50s, DC really was only publishing three superheroes at mm. the time: Superman, Batman, and Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. Yeah. Meanwhile, Marvel didn't really have. They didn't. They there were female superheroes in Golden Age Marvel, but mm. they were just friends. There was Miss America, for instance. But mm. They were just friends of superheroes. But then they just became all romance. So in the '60s, when they started doing superheroes again in Marvel, they're like, "Well, we learned all this stuff from romance comics, so mm. let's just have Spider-Man in love." It's also about Spider-Man's love life. It's about Bruce Banner's love life. Mm. Uh, the biggest issue of Fantastic Four back then was the marriage of Reed Richard and Sue Storm. So they integrated a ton of romance stuff in early Marvel books in the Silver Age. Yeah, uh, but Wonder Woman, uh, Wonder Woman is shine a little brighter than I think any other mm-hmm. lady yeah. superhero. Totally, she she is so iconic, and she was created uh, actually. So the Nib, you should look it up. the mm-hmm. The comment, the cartoon internet cartoon page, the Nib has this mm-hmm. really great visual history of of Wonder Woman. My only problem with it is it kind of erases Susan Eisenberg's mm-hmm. DC animated Wonder Woman from it. But other than that, it, it frames it so well of like, why did Wonder Woman get created? Well, <laughs> I love this story. In the, well, in the early 40s, uh, comics were being seen as low art. And so 
All-Star Comics, which would later merge with another company, National mm-hmm. Comics, to then become DC Comics. But All-Star Comics wanted to some more respectability. So they get a professor, a famous professor who had written books, William Marston, to r- create a comic. They're like, we want you, this highfalutin professor type to write us a comic book what they didn't know is that he was in a polyamorous relationship with two other women (laughs) that he was way into femdom and domination Mm -hmm. and he brought all Mm -hmm. that stuff in there and he wanted he said i'm going to create a female character to show both girls and boys that women can be just as strong as superman and to be a role model visually wonder woman is based off of he and his wife's mistress Mm -hmm. uh yeah Mm -hmm. yeah the olive Mm -hmm. in the relationship yeah. <laughs> well, and yes, he was like all that stuff is there from the beginning, and it got kind of like twisted by other writers later. But originally, if Wonder Woman got tied up, she lost all her powers, mm-hmm. and then oh. and also her oh. lasso when it was tied on someone would make them do whatever she said, not oh. to tell the truth, but do. <laughs> yes, Mistress Diana. Oh. Yes. Uh, I didn't mention that Phantoma. Who premiered in the second issue mm. of Jungle Comics, which is so adorable <laughs> to think of a time where the jungle was that cool. Um, her power was to fly, has kinetic abilities, and mutate other people to teach mm. them lessons. Yes. And her face <laughs> changes to a blue skull when she uses her power. So there's this little blonde woman who becomes disgusting uh, <laughs> every time she interacts. You, you can't define Phantom's power because they were whatever the writer, were, whatever the artist just felt magic. like at the time. Yeah. She's but, just magic. But what I did try and find, I wanted to find, because Wonder Woman is the, the most longstanding female superhero. Yes. When was she? When did she graduate, not graduate, but leave comics for another medium to mm-hmm. represent the genre? And I found her first televised appearance. Oh, I, and, I, it, and it's bizarre because it predates. She had a successful TV show before almost any other superhero. Yes. And the Linda Carter. Linda Carter I mean, yeah, Batman, well, no, Adam West was, Batman yeah. predated yeah. it. But other than that, yeah. and the uh, yeah. Superman. George Reeves Superman then Batman in the 60s and then her 70s show it, it there was a wave of superhero shows mm-hmm. after in the 70s but hers was first yeah. it was before Hulk it was before an attempted Spider-Man well, show to be honest because I was talking about my f- favorite super for some reason staying at my grandparents house they didn't have cable but they lived in Miami and it was just that magical world like you have 900 channels <laughs> without cable but they're all playing old 70s shows so I, <laughs> I fell in love with uh, Bionic Woman. Yeah. Bionic Woman is, I think, the first television female superhero. And it's the one I first... I've never seen The Six Million Dollar Man. Yeah, Bionic think- Woman is the the... Spin off of yeah. that. Well, I will say if Yvonne Craig did play Batgirl on mm-hmm. the Batman Six. This is true. Show, but this is true. Wasn't she? Wasn't the star of the show? And Bionic Woman was cancer really, really quickly. And I actually, mm-hmm. wow, I actually got an autographed picture in in my Bam box. Uh, what's Bam box? Uh, that's it's like Loot Crate uh, and Geek Fuel, but it's more like. It's more like uh, Comic Con-y stuff, like shit. That's I have assigned Mighty Ducks. Oh, yeah, that's uh, pretty rad. Hockey <laughs> puck, and I have I, I got a L- Lindsay Wagner. It's, I right. just open it up because it, instead of like yeah, in action figures and new comics, you get signed comics, signed art, and I got a, and I just open it up, and it's a signed picture of the Bionic Woman, and it brought me back to like I love Bionic Woman. <laughs> yeah, that's I awesome. love that lady. Uh, so yeah, if if you want to get a bam, there we're working on a sponsorship with them. There's there'll be a link under this page where you can save five bucks, and mm-hmm. you know sometimes they have animation cells, exclusive shit you can Ooh. only get at cons. Wow. And, yeah, uh, it, it's my preferred mystery box. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Bionic Woman predated Wonder Woman, airing by three months. 
Oh, it got wow. it, it got three months. But before that, 1972, you know where Wonder Woman yes, premiered that, yes. on television because it wasn't in a movie. Mm-hmm. It's on television, and it's fucking hysterical. That would be in this the spinoff I feel like I've heard of, but it was bizarre to try and revisit. The Brady Kids. Filmation what? the house that He-Man built. I was going to say laughing, but that sounds even worse. It's it's absolutely worse because it's this is while the Brady Bunch is airing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's it stars all the kids and the opening is very familiar. And then it gets into like full on like hack ass Hanna-Barbera. Let's introduce <laughs> a bunch of stupid fucking characters. I, I love it. So it's this so is great. great. Then there's Jen the middle one who's really groovy. <laughs> and Sister Cindy too. Let's get set now for action and adventure. Oh, no. As we see things we never saw before. We'll meet Bob Tops and Pink oh and Pandas. What? And Marlin, who has voices by the score. What? The Brady yep. Kids. The Brady Kids. Here's the world of your friends, the Brady Kids. The actors at least do their voices. I believe they did, right. but Wonder oh, Woman's man. premiere is just as a, a prolonged <laughs> so cameo in one in the episode. It's all Greek to me from 1972 Whoa. of the Brady you know, Kids. This all comes back around because the episode of the 70s Linda Carter Wonder Woman I watched last night had Eve Plum. Who, is she Jan? Yeah, it wow. had wow. Jan, and she sure, Jan. she gets uh, hypnotized to become a groupie. Oh, that's <laughs> <She's> amazing. Like, <laughs> But Diana, you don't understand that I really love his music. This I, I <laughs> fucking so L. Ray over Memorial right. Memorial Day was playing an Incredible Hulk marathon, which I'm like, I'm not gonna yeah. watch that. And I click on it, and like, did they remaster this? This looks amazing. <laughs> and <laughs> I did. And if you could just guess who David Banner helps in this episode, it's oh, amazing. Man. There's so there's so many haters like, guys and people before they're famous because he's just a drifter, so yeah. he doesn't like fight any villains. No, so he gets he gets. What is what happens to the Incredible Hulk? He gets kidnapped by three escaped women from a <laughs> women escape from a prison, and, and one of them wow. is pregnant, and that is the episode. Oh it was so God. bizarre. Uh, but I, but I remember that Brady Kid show too. That they I I don't know I, where I, I've, I've never seen this. Ki- I I think it was getting re-aired during the Brady mm. Bunch uh, revival in the, the mid '90s and boot, the Gen like, X stuff. Mm. And the uh, that Merlin Bird does appear yes. in a uh, in a car- in the cartoon drug sequence in the second Brady Bunch movie. So uh, oh the first the first superhero that Wonder Woman ever faced off against was uh, a red bird that's also a wizard. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> And a pair of panda bears that speak Chinese to each other. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And this they're is, called this... Ping and Pong, by the way. Oh no! Of course. This is her debut right here. Her debut with Jan Brady. <laughs> Tell you that the Coast Guard reports that a small craft is floundering in heavy seas five miles off the coast. We repeat. Um, pardon me, Jan. I just thought of something I have to do. But, gee, she said she was going to help me. I guess I might as well go watch Marsha until Miss Prince comes back. Go watch her. I wonder what it was Miss Prince had to do. She goes into a door. This is a job for Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah, the studio audience. The studio audience. (laughs) Yes, that's exactly what it is. Does she sound like she's 70? I love it. 
I love it. Now I'm Wonder old... Woman. Where's my cigarettes? <laughs> I love in those old Hanna Barbera cartoons where they added laugh tracks. No. Yeah. Like, isn't it funny? <laughs> what was funny about that? There was nothing because she yeah. said, "Here I am, Wonder Woman," and I don't know. Yes. treating like a joke. <laughs> well, it's, uh, it is funny that uh, a woman hero. No, no. no it, it, it is. It is a funny situation that Hanna Barbera would then go on to do the Super Friends cartoon yeah. that Wonder Woman would be a big part of. Commercial alert! Put the VCR on pause. Ah! I sure hope you folks are enjoying this Wonder Woman-infused episode of Laser Time. If you like superheroes as much as we do, you might enjoy a bunch of stuff related to them showing up at your house every month. That means you might like Geek Fuel, baby. Uh, and if you're listening right now, you can go to geekfuel.com slash lasertime and get a free Star Wars item worth 20 bucks uh, just by getting yourself or a loved one the wonderful gift of six to eight items showing up at your doorstep every month in an awesome geeky mystery box. Previous stuff in the Geek Fuel boxes included stuff around Game of Thrones, uh, Ghostbusters, Nintendo, Marvel, and of course, Wonder Woman. I think last month it was a bunch of Dungeons & Dragons stuff and a couple Family Guy items. You never know quite what you're going to get, and sometimes they tease it, but you're guaranteed a shirt, a cool-ass poster, comic books, pint glasses, and I believe every single box has a Steam key in it as well. You are guaranteed at least $50 worth of value, and Geek Fuel boxes start at just as little as $14 plus shipping and handling. So if you'd like to give yourself or a friend a nice little birthday gift that shows up and makes you happy every single month, go to geekfuel.com slash lasertime. Ahoy hoy everybody, this is Bob Mackey, Chris Antista, Henry Gilbert, and when you're done listening to this, we'd like you to check out Talking Simpsons. It's our chronological exploration of the Simpsons only on the Laser Time Podcast Network, where we occasionally talk sports. Daryl, Daryl. When we throw people under the bus, name names, like the insidious Mr. Black. And we're the one podcast that will never sell out to foreign interests. Ooh, the Germans are mad at me. I'm so scared. Ooh, the Germans. The Germans. For all this and more, listen to Talking Simpsons every Wednesday at TalkingSimpsons.com or wherever you find your podcasts. Players of time, second segment. My favorite female variant, I think you and I shared it when we talked about it, mm. was She-Hulk. Yes, yeah, she's and, great. Uh, She-Hulk, I was introduced to um, because I didn't have a lot of money as a kid, and I would shop most of the cheap comic bins. So I was also a real big Fantastic Four fan. I couldn't afford to buy new Fantastic Fours, but I could get the 
three for like three for a dollar deal. Mm-hmm. I could get the old Fantastic Fours, and when the Thing got spun off into his own, was it the Thing? She yeah, replaced? it was the Thing got his own. She, book. She-Hulk replaced the Thing in the Fantastic Four, and then yeah. and of course great. the She-Hulk books are also in the bargain bin. Yeah, because uh, so they, I bought a bunch of those because those were big in the eighties and the nineties. They weren't so cool anymore. And I, I, so yeah. I, I didn't read the a, a lot of the newer run that's now canceled. Uh, oh, it's really well. So there is a new new book that I haven't really read that mm-hmm. much that kind of makes her uh, Hulk transformation into kind of a PTSD metaphor Whoa. which is, it seems pretty interesting but the one right before was pretty good in that it was written by Charles Soule mm-hmm. who That's is a lawyer mm-hmm. and so it brought even more yeah. legal a, accuracy the into- one before that that Dan Slott wrote where she is like a where Jennifer is a super like has bad self-image, but a mm. super thirsty girl who can only fuck guys in the Avengers Tower if she's in Hulk form. Yes. Uh, and, and Captain America has to have a talk with her about it. Like, what the fuck, dude? You can't keep bringing guys, <laughs> guys this is, here. This is a secure compact. You can't keep bringing, <laughs> bringing in male models. Here. Like, what if this male model is actually Kang in disguise <laughs> or something? But I wanted to grab a clip of She-Hulk from somewhere, and when I every time I buy a fighting game and pretend I'm going to get good at it... Uh, mm. I, I pick a character to try and get good with. So with MV, the first MVC, I'm like, fucking She-Hulk. That's going to be my main. Uh, I, and I did like enjoy enjoy playing with her. Never got good at the game. But I again, what I love about those games, and it's an injustice, depending on who uh, comes out to fight, they will sometimes have exclusive dialogue with one mm. another. And so if Hulk and She-Hulk come out in MVC3, this is what you'll hear. Hulk no like fighting girls. You know what they say. The female is the deadlier of the species. And she wins. I promise not to say anything about this at the family reunion. Oh! <laughs> Why is there uh, club music in the background? <laughs> I I like that. I and She Hulk. In case you didn't know, she was partially created just out of copyright concerns mm-hmm. because they realized mm-hmm. it's it's something you can do in America of just like if something is popular, mm-hmm. like a Hulk or a Batman, like Henry Gilbert the Triple X porn parody. <laughs> yeah. So if you make that, somebody can say like, "Well, I'm making the girl version. I'm making mm-hmm. a Spider Woman." I'm making a She-Hulk. And so Marvel knew, Marvel was alerted that they were like, they had that legal loophole there that somebody else could legally make a She-Hulk thing that they didn't own. So they're like, well, shit, we got to publish right now the She-Hulk number one, and we got to publish Spider-Woman number one. So that we own them, Man. and they, they can't be taken. It's unfortunate that Nintendo actually took the copyright and made Shulk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I love her, but if I had to recommend a current comic uh, what was I going to say? Oh, my f- actual favorite lady superhero, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh. That show rules. I couldn't find a clip that didn't have fucking Evanescence music uh, <laughs> on YouTube. But I love Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and you probably will yeah. too if you like the fucking Avengers. It's written by the same dude. Yeah. It's very clear. Very um, clear. Uh, and then in the, in the second season, the production values actually get a little better, and there's some kick-ass se- sequences mm-hmm. in that show. Yeah. Like ripping the skin off of a living human being. Like uh, <laughs> It sucks you have to sit through an okay first season to it just, then get to the good stuff. It's just so, like, it's literally too, like almost too dark and artifacted to look at. Yes. It, yeah. is, it is shot so poorly on a, the original, like, not even CW, what was it? WB uh, it was WB, yes, yeah. um, well, and, You know the my favorite female superhero. Let me just burn mine because yeah, I want because I think you'll agree with me on this in terms of current comp because she's getting like a super big push. Uh, Kamala Khan's Miss Marvel, yes, yeah. is fucking fantastic. It's uh, very good, and yeah. and she's not only like uh, she's a Muslim American mm, uh, person, Pakistani Pakistani yeah. uh, who takes up the mantle, and so she's got that problems to make her like a completely unique superhero, mm-hmm. but everything. 
I didn't get to grow up reading Spider-Man when Peter Parker was a high schooler. Yeah, I got to experience that later on. You know, it's ultimate hard to go back and. Or whatever, but the yeah. ultimate comics were like, "This is great. I love this character with high school problems, and she gets to be that. She's like a young Peter Parker, mm-hmm. uh, and she even has a speech. Her uh, with great power comes great responsibility speech. Mm-hmm. She ties into a a section of the Quran, like in the Quran, I what? read this. And like, yes, it's. it's I'm really, going to the comment sections. <laughs> it's really forced cool. diversity. G G Willow Wilson is G Willow Wilson is a writer who is uh, she's a white woman though the, she's also a Muslim and she is also a huge video game dork and all that is put into the character of Ms. Yes. Marvel too yeah. and I was trying to find because I, I don't watch Avengers Assemble and I don't haven't played the Lego games but she's a big part of that mm-hmm. um, and if you don't like her because of Henry's description you will like her because of this clip in Avengers Assemble just this one word from Kamala Khan I think beating up an evil Iron Man <laughs> Simpsons reference right out of the gate as she throws her arm. No, she's um, she's awesome. I feel like that is their. It, it was a great tactic to make her likable to dorks uh, mm-hmm. who might be like a Muslim. What? And and I, they I, make her the biggest geek and that she's the biggest Marvel comics geek in the Marvel universe. She's like, I know every superhero and I love all of them. They're I so cool. I, I wrote fan fiction. There's those <laughs> commenters who just, every time you read one of those things about Marvel making a character female, like forced diversity and like, <laughs> do you understand how how small the comics audience is and how <laughs> much it is shrinking and how much entertainment it's competing with? It has to be diverse and yeah. reach out to as many people as possible to survive. They've got all of you guys already... You're not make you're not having kids and making more of yeah. them, and you're dying off from life. And it allows them to do something interesting and something you haven't ever seen before. Yes. So yep. and he's not in our can, comments. If please. I can say one thing about that, please, Dee Dee. Everything isn't for you. Yes, not everything is for you. It is sometimes. Sometimes it's not. Well, it is, but you don't have to like everything. There's yeah. so much. There's so much stuff. There's, yeah. honestly, there's, there's too plenty much of stuff in. for everybody. There's it, plenty of things to go around. I miss in the 90s having less stuff to watch and yeah. then I could hate watch things mm-hmm. more. But though I'm mm-hmm. eyeing a, a Steven Seagal movie yeah, that when they were two, put on Netflix. There were like 20 movies out every year that was really easy to do. But this, since the Smosh channel has had three in the last 45 <laughs> minutes, like what yeah, the fuck are you going to do? There's too much to hate watch. Uh, but Miss Marvel, so, so Marvel is if great. If we're going to go around with our, our favorite female superheroes... Yeah. I can piggyback on this right now because sure. one of my favorite uh, superheroes right now is also a Pakistani woman. Really? Yeah, it's the Burka Avenger. The what? <laughs> the Burka Avenger is an animated kids show in Pakistan that's become what? very popular. Now, the animation quality, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's Pakistan animation. Um, they, they, it's, they're not farming it out to Korea? What are they thinking? No, the animation quality, I mean, it's computer animated, so it sort of looks like an iPhone game, maybe. <laughs> it's not great, but... It's so watchable and weird mm-hmm. because it's about uh, this girl who's been trained all her life to become the Burka Avenger, and she's just she's just like a normal girl. I think she's a teacher. What the hell? And then every week, these bad guys with Baba Bandook go and uh, do do something bad, like steal all the polio vaccines, or <laughs> try to recruit everyone into a violent jihadist group. 
Wow. At, or just close the school for the girls. <laughs> and then she puts on her burka and is basically a ninja. She can fly. She spreads out her burka and she flies and she attacks people with pens and books. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And she kicks the shit out of them and then she goes away. Where can you, can you actually on watch YouTube. this? Yeah. Like subtitled? And- yeah, a whole bunch of it's on YouTube. It's wow. been around for a couple of years. That's wow. pretty cool. It the, is so, so cute. The Burka Avenger? Burka hmm. Avenger. That really sounds and like a fucking Breitbart headline. <laughs> it's, it's got really good music too because uh, I guess the creator is more a musician than mm-hmm. anything else. So... All right, I'm yeah. gonna look that up. No, the closing, the closing song, the rap song "Don't Mess with a Lady in Black" is really good. Wow. <laughs> um, well, gee, so mine is is another Marvel character. I do really. Uh, Shulk, She-Hulk is one of my favorites, but yeah, I think we agreed. Right now, another of my favorites is Doreen Green, the Squirrel Girl. Yeah. Squirrel Girl. Yes. Yes. So she she's actually about to get her own live action version in the New Warriors TV yeah. show that's on whatever WGN is called now. And that'll be live action. It's live action. Holy shit! Oh. I mean, yeah, first for her. Like, she's I, only been yeah. animated before? Uh, yeah, and is a joke in things. Yeah. Like, she was a one-off. Like, when the Lego Avenger, uh, Lego Marvel game came out, they're mm-hmm. like, and Squirrel Girl's in it, too. Woo! Or in, I remember Dan Slott, who kind of resurrected her as a character in the 2000s, mm-hmm. he wrote an episode mm-hmm. of the very brief 2000s Fantastic Four animated series. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene where people are... Um, there's a scene of auditions to be the new member of the team and Squirrel Girl's one of them and it felt like he was like I, I animated Squirrel Girl <laughs> she'll, it'll probably she'll never show up again and then boom now she's a big deal when Marvel is of course binding all the characters that they have the rights to still but but Squirrel Girl's awesome and especially the new book's really the, the funny the new book rules by Ryan North and Erica Hernandez they together have created an amazing story of Squirrel Girl as a uh, a computer science major who is in, now in college. Going, who's hmm. going to Empire State University, who she loves everybody and wants to be everybody's friend, and that she is just she collects hyper- Marvel cards, people, <laughs> and that she's hyper positive <laughs> all the time, and that then really goofy shit will happen where like she will make a suit out of squirrels to fight somebody, <laughs> to or fight like Craven in the first yes. issue, <laughs> or that she'll send. Galactus to yeah. a planet to eat a giant nut <laughs> instead of eating the planet yeah, so Earth. She's beaten Doctor. She beat Doctor Doom in her very first appearance. Yes. and Galactus right. like in the first trade that. Yeah, think, in the first yeah. trade she, she's beaten Thanos. Oh, she, she has a squirrel sidekick. What's his uh, name? Well, the oh, he's not dead, is he? No. Uh, the original one was Tippy Toe, and, <laughs> and he did. Uh, oh no. What? No. Monkey Joe. Tippy Toe is the current one. Monkey oh. Joe did die. You can't kill a little squirrel named Tippy Toe. Uh, Tippy Toe's still around. But yeah, the, the Squirrel Girl book is really good. Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Mm. It's one of the longer running ones yeah. in modern Marvel, which normally cancels a book in like 12 issues. Still been going strong. Oh, and you, you, I'm sure we both like Garnet as well. I want to throw some Steven Universe well, yes, love out there. Garnet is. I mean, all the, all the, all all the, the gems crystal are great, gems. But, but, uh, but Garnet's my favorite. And to give DC some love, other than Wonder Woman, I'd say my... Second favorite after Wonder Woman is, well, actually, I was going to say Black Canary, who is former yeah. guest of the show, friend of the show, and Lewis's I favorite. I wish Dan was here to talk about it. But my favorite is actually Manhunter, which yeah. was a rebooted oh, 2000s. <laughs> yeah. It was a rebooted 2000s uh, superhero who, by day, she was a lawyer, a, a tough as nails Los Angeles County prosecutor. And then at night, she would then don superhero toys that she'd collected from supervillains after they got arrested. And then she would go out and fight the guys who would get off, like this 
a copperhead she couldn't put him in jail and so then she hunts him down and murders him in the yeah. first issue Whoa. and and she's a single mom yeah. and she yeah. has a she has a fun gay secretary friend <laughs> and she <laughs> and she has all this and it's it's written with tons of snappy dialogue the manhunter series was really fun written uh created by mark andraco who currently i believe is still the writer of batwoman so mm. he's, he's really good at writing he's one of the the dudes who's really good at writing female characters he, maybe it's because he's gay i don't know but he's he's really good. i have a lady dc question if i'm incredibly attracted to satana does that mean i'm bisexual (laughs) No, because she's showing off the stems with a male tuxedo top i mean maybe that's what does it for you but i'm confused it's it's gender fuck man she's like marlena dietrich or something i really do like her design a lot no uh zatanna's great both her and black canary get Mm -hmm. a lot of uh, work out of fishnets i would say And, (laughs) and one of the best episodes for uh if you if you want to see Female superheroes fight. One of the best episodes of DC animation mm-hmm. is just a Justice League Unlimited episode where uh, Black Canary goes undercover to a basically a superhero cockfighting ring where superheroes are brainwashed and held captive and made to fight each other in in battles. Huh. And all these women had gotten kidnapped from the Justice League and they they are now having to fight in this underground league. And so you get great hero on hero fights. And then the first, the commercial break, the act break for the cliffhanger, pretty much. Mm-hmm. They think they've beaten all the women. They're like, all right, we beat everybody. And then up comes Wonder Woman. They're like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and then Wonder Woman kicks the ass of, like, all six other women on the team. Just And, and they pull out, like, she actually does, like, a German suplex and a powerbomb. Like, and <laughs> it's a really, if you just want to see great fight animation, that's one of the best ones. Mm. David's favorite lady superhero. Uh, we... Actually, I have a clip of it, Ooh. which this also ties into another uh, superhero movie. I when I saw Batman Returns mm-hmm. back in like 1992, mm-hmm. like of course Catwoman I thought was so awesome yeah. in that yeah. movie. She is. Uh like the better villain of the movie, I'd mm-hmm. say. Dan- even though Danny DeVito is very Disgusting. creepy. Uh but yeah, if you want to play a little clip of her, I don't know if this yes, is her I introduction. Do. I think it's her introduction, yeah. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> There is no redeemable movie in the tetralogy of Batman except for Batman yeah. Returns, and part of that's that is because favorite. of Catwoman. Yes. We have a commentary for it on lasertime.bandcamp.com. Like watching it now, it is campy, but I thought like her, yeah, her introduction. It's so great. Cool. Like she's that, great. Yeah, I mean the hell here, my, my, <laughs> in her apartment. I love that. My biggest problem with Batman Returns is just that Batman is like nobody in it. Yeah. Like, Why Michael just, Keaton quit? Yeah. yeah, he said he wasn't. I'm not doing anything anymore. And now you want to add three more people? Yeah. No, I remember in an interview with Mark Maron, he said, "I kind of wish I did do it because I could have another house." Mm-hmm. He's just like, I, he, I bet he probably never had a bigger paycheck than his Batman yeah. paycheck. Yeah, he's back in the superhero game now. That's it's, it's really strange. strange. He's the Vulture now. It's crazy. After being Birdman, he's the Vulture. It's pretty nice. That's I mean, weird. if Christopher Reeve were still with us, I imagine. That would have been the first cool villain casting. Yeah. Christopher yeah. Reeve. Yeah. Poor, but, poor Christopher Reeve. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I actually had expectations for the Catwoman movie, mm-hmm. well, 2004, 2005, so because I, was like, I love Catwoman and Batman Returns. Like, if it's in that same vein, it'll be great. I mean, it is so bad that it's almost good. I get it's, mad every time they I watch it. They wear the same outfits it's at work so every day. Funny. I don't know it's why. so cheap. It's <laughs> so funny how dumb it is. It's such an expensive, poorly made movie. Yeah. yeah. I'd re-watch it before Elektra any day of yes. the week. Yes. Elektra's just boring. Yeah. Just, it's it's, it's pretty, pretty dull. She's sitting around in a cabin. 
And Supergirl is sitting around. Well, that shows you how even smaller of a budget they had than Cap Catwoman. Mm-hmm. They're just like, look, just stay in this. But I, I go <laughs> in the woods in Romania and just sit, be in this cabin. Don't I grew up anywhere. naturally reading Supergirl comics. Like I think that was the only one I just I just read. Yeah. They were they were somehow ended up in my hands. Supergirl but, comics, yeah. like yeah, like the Arkham games and the mm-hmm. uh, Injustice games kind of have re reignited mm-hmm. that that. Love for Catwoman. Yeah, because so. playing yeah. up the burglar angle. Yeah. I really, I really with the, had you with pegged, the cool goggles. Love that. I had you pegged as an Alex Mack man. Yeah. But uh, oh yeah, that is. <laughs> you let us know who are your uh, favorite lady superheroes. Maybe there's something we can uh, do with all all that stuff. But I think without further ado, we need to get into the discussion on. <laughs> so this is your last warning, spoilers, people. Uh, after the break, um, we will get into serious Wonder Woman discussion. Spoiler laden. You've been warned. Shadows and darkness No guns but got ammo regardless A backpack so she's coming prepared To leave the opposition in submission Running in fears Yeah Superhero got him kicking and screaming In hysterics these barracks had envisioned a demon A spirit so quick to deliver a beating To the enemies of peace, love, logic and reason You people listening who like our podcast and like Wonder Woman are so very lucky that today's show is brought to you by Audible. That's right. And of course, you listeners can go to audibletrial.com slash time and get a free audiobook uh, and a free 30-day trial of the Audible service, which has almost 200,000 uh, books, comedy records, radio shows to choose from that you can listen to on any device you own, including your computer and whatever phone you have. We could recommend the bestsellers hanging around. I have no idea why 1984 is at the top of the Audible bestseller list again after all these years, but you can all take your guesses. But I want to recommend for Wonder Woman fans that Audible actually has a bunch of... um, a bunch of great little books on just about every subject you could think of, including multiple books about Wonder Woman. Jill Lepore has the secret uh, history of Wonder Woman, a little look into the behind-the-scenes of Wonder Woman, as well as Wonder Woman Warbringer, a novel that you can now hear by Lee Bardugo, uh, which is on there as well. And, of course, another Wonder Woman history, Wonder Woman Unbound, the curious history of the world's most famous heroine. We clued you in as to why Wonder Woman's history is uh, pretty salacious and fun to read about. All of those books you can check out for how much? Free. Free. Simply by going to audibletrial.com slash time and getting started with your free audiobook and your 30-day free trial. Thank you so much, Audible. What a fun week to be listening to us. That's a terrible way to start a plug section. Uh, but I have a lot of fun stuff that I want to tell you about that we have going on this week. You might have missed our Friday the 13th stream. And I think it was one of the funniest things that I've ever been a part of personally. And it has nothing to do with what any of us did. But the game, the nature of the gameplay is a bunch of people being brutally murdered by uh, Jason Voorhees. So what's the most fun thing that could appear in a server full of people doing this at random? That's right, children. We encountered a shitload of children playing Friday the 13th, and it was one of the funniest things I ever heard. And uh, But if that's if that's not a, your bag, you comic fans should know we have a brand new edition of our look at the 1991 
Marvel trading card series from Impel. This is Series 2. We did Series 1 last year. But Brett and Henry have joined us uh, for another look at the Marvel cards, the superhero section. And it's closing that one out before we move into the villains. And I encourage you to check that out. If you like this episode, we have some fantasy fights up at that very same YouTube channel, youtube.com slash lasertime, of both the ladies of Marvel and DC beating the shit out of one another. Who is the best uh, female character from DC and Marvel? Take your guesses, and now go see how it plays out. YouTube.com slash LazerTime. You might have a cool look at something for Jet Set Radio fans up there this week. And I, I also want to make sure everybody stays tuned for new episodes of 302010. We're talking about something I really like this week, which is the last episode of The Sopranos. Uh, I've been watching a lot of that lately for some reason. Uh, and a very special Talking Simpsons this Wednesday. Uh, I don't want to spoil it because I believe Henry will do that eventually in this show, but it's going to deviate from format a little bit in a way that will be very clear to you why I'm so happy about it as soon as you hear what it actually is. Stay tuned for the end of the show for that. I'm teasing right now. E3. You guys like video games? We do. Sometimes. A little less nowadays. No, no. We love video games, so uh, speaking of Bob and Henry of Talking Simpsons, I want to segue those dorks into our E3 planning. You want to watch all the press conferences? Even on the weekend, we will be there to do it with you. Let's share in our excitement and snark together at lasertimepodcast.com. That's where all that stuff will live. We'll be streaming all that stuff live all throughout the uh, week of E3. It's not quite a week, but you know what I'm saying. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter to get uh, announcements of when we go live. And of course, subscribe to us on YouTube. Thank you guys so much for listening. We are out of here. Welcome to this stream. We just came back from watching Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman! uh, I have this! I got the sound! (laughs) God damn it! I hate this whole life! And Uh. and we're doing that at a... uh, We saw it at an Uh. Alamo Draft House Theater, but sadly, they let women in our Uh. screen. Boom! Uh. (laughs) Uh. I I tucked my hair under my hat and wore sort of a mannish jacket, (laughs) and then I scratched my balls and called everyone, Bro! Uh, we have your first question uh, from uh, the Laser Time Facebook community. Uh, this is a good thing to set things off with. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny Mann asks, as people with mostly Marvel affinity, is there a different fan reaction from seeing things you may like, DC, and things you love, Marvel, brought to the big screen? Mm. I never separated my love for DC or Marvel, and I, yeah. I, I'd love to get that out of the way so because the, being, yeah. being critical of DC's movies does not mean I hate DC, so please shut up about it. It's not our fault this is their first good movie. Uh, well, has this officially started yet? Or are we yeah, really? I'll we are officially. Oh, I hold on. The spoiler half. I shouldn't have to say spoiler, spoiler, mm-hmm. spoiler, but yes, yes we're going to talk it. about our thoughts about Wonder Woman. Um, Can you movie. believe she killed Superman for real? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I I I am not just a Marvel fan. Yeah. So just because I was a DC yeah. fan first, yeah, like DC mm. movies were big before Marvel movies yes. were big, and like I read Superman, my... Batman, and Wonder Woman before I ever picked up a Marvel comic. Yeah. So shut the yeah. fuck up. And I'm Jesus. not much of a comic reader. I have no loyalties. Mm. Yeah, this is the closest thing I have to a loyalty is to mm. the character. I didn't know shit about what company owned what yeah. until it started becoming a, the Marvel thing. That's kind of why I love talking to you about it, Dee's, because you. 
I like your opinions on the. I like you hating on Batman and Superman with us because it comes from an objective <laughs> point of view. Someone who's not totally invested in seeing these characters rule. No, um, no, it's because they're bad movies. It, yes, it they're bad movies. Yeah. yeah, I wish where they came from. They're not good. Yeah, I, I will say I wish I could be. Uh, man, uh, mm. what happened with Zack Snyder's family mm. is very horrible. Mm. So I don't want to be mean directly to him, but he, but he doesn't deserve the movie. No, no, but Batman versus Superman, the film by itself. Yes. Separate from the filmmaker mm. was not very good, and I was not looking forward to Justice League. Now I'm slightly looking more forward to Justice League after seeing this. This is easily the best DC Extended Universe yeah. film to this point. Yeah. That I would absolutely say that. I don't even yeah. have to think about that. I mean, ba- it- Batman versus Superman drove me insane. It's not <laughs> even the direction that drove me insane. It was the writing, the, mm. the way characters were so inconsistent yeah Yeah. so oh god i echo uh connor wade in the chat says best dc film since dark knight yep yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. definitely better than green lantern or dark knight rises which holds up really well and is really good i'm tired i I was i i was hard on that film too but holds up real fucking well it's good it's Mm. not great i did find Mm. it cute that uh green lantern was in the dc comics like whatever their opening new opening thing to show all their heroes yeah where's he gonna show up really yeah well (laughs) well i guess if if justice league the film is successful He'll be the vision of the second uh, movie. Of just like, okay, here's the major guy. We'll introduce the next one. That's what I think. The space cop will come down at the end of the film. Mm-hmm. He got her attention. But I, I do have to give it, like, hats off to DC. I think this is one of the harder characters to put on screen. And yeah. I thought they yeah. did it. The, they didn't. They didn't go to what's the island called? Themyscira. They didn't go there with a wink and a nod. It's like fuck you. This is a giant other world where people speak in a billion different accents. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't care if you ex- mm-hmm. you have to accept this right now. We're yeah. not going to hold your hand. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the island from Lost. Oh, Dave, you <laughs> had to. They you had to it. do it. It gives people it. powers and uh, it's uh, protected and, and invisible. No, yes. Yeah. Hold on, I'm popping you, up. The you chat. can only Hi, you can only turn a wheel to get to the island. Woo-hoo. No, or a rowboat, apparently. Yeah, rowboat. I could see some si- Snyder slow-mo touches. Yeah, but yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's credited with a story, so he yeah. came yeah, up with part of I that. I think they were, they were deployed well. When, yeah. when the slow-mo started yeah. happening, I was like, hey. Well, I so, mean, I feel like they yeah. held back on it until it's like, we're having a big battle scene, and yeah. we want you to take in how cool this is. I thought it was one, it's the best. I didn't think there was anything else to do visually with making a superhero look cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this was amazing. Like, <laughs> in, in the two times they did it. Mm-hmm. There are two times. Yeah. It took an out almost 90 minutes to get to the first one. Yeah. That's my only uh, yeah, complaint. It was a while before she was truly like, here is my full costume yeah. and here's me doing Back that's my things, biggest complaint. Yeah. The movie's too long. Mm-hmm. Way too long. Yeah, it's and two well, hours and like 25 minutes yeah. or so. Yeah. 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 I still have my headphones. Yeah, <laughs> well, we do have, yes. I mean, it's, it's, it's an origin story. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like they moved that along nice and fast and well, probably the best origin story I would say well that's the ever. <laughs> finally Jesus Christ I watched, I watched some of that last night I had to well, which speaking of I should have oh I've got my Wonder Woman underoos on Diana <laughs> I loved my underoos as a kid and they make them for grown ups now awesome I, you people in the uh, watching this live are getting quite a treat right now hey. Diana's arms <laughs> Uh, oh. <laughs> Jack like Gal Gadot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Connor waits his episode Squad. Killers. My blame went from Snyder <laughs> to Warner executives. Warner has been terrible recently. Mm. I don't. I got a, an epiphany well, in there. I'm like, oh my god, we're gonna know how bad Warner is because Joss Whedon is going to tell us. He will yeah, tell us he in a few won't months. Be shy about it. If he and I was isn't, like, yeah. I was just, <gasps> we're not gonna get Batwoman. 
Whatever happened, whatever has happened with every one of these DC movies is going to happen to him in the Justice League reshoots. Well, he was going to do Batgirl. Batgirl. We're, Bat we're not going to get it. But so, yeah, the, the, I'd say the big difference between this movie and Batman v Superman mm-hmm. is that Batman v Superman tried to be like eight different movies yeah. at once. It tried to be a sequel to Man yeah. of Steel, but also a first Batman movie, but also a last Batman movie, but also a prelude to Justice League, but also a trailer for five other films. Yeah. Yeah. This thing was like, this it is the or- in the middle. I really yes. I remember you saying <laughs> but, it was but so this, funny. But this one is Wonder Woman's origin. It is yeah. just. Yeah. Solely focused on Wonder Woman's origin. They, no I, one else even appears. No, and I, you get an email to Bruce Wayne. And that's it. Like, could be a different Bruce. What I love like, is maybe a Bruce who just likes to collect photos. I mean, that's, that's it. Other than the name Wayne, like mm, yeah. nobody else enters into the film. And I only that's juxtaposed with how bizarre it was to. I don't. I've seen every fucking Marvel movie. People in the mm. theater. I never saw a trailer featuring the character who was about to be introduced in the movie. That was weird. Yeah. yeah, it was she, a little weird. There's a new Justice League trailer attached to it with Wonder Woman in it. Well, I just almost to, wanted to elbow Henry like, I don't think she dies in this movie. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, in a few months, we will in November, we will be seeing Justice League. Yeah. But uh, Connor, I have never, I have never seen Spud in yes, another film. Yep. Uh, e- including Train Spotting too. What the fuck, San Francisco? Well, actually, Spud, he's uh, he is in Snatched. He's uh, he's in Pearl Harbor. Oh, well, his yeah. character okay, Snatch is the one that Vinnie Jones uh, drags out of sight right. of his car. He's like, you're not telling me porky pies, are you? <laughs> yeah. Daniel Tree says, I was really surprised by the lack of Easter and, eggs in this. And no yeah. stingers. Yeah, no stingers. Yep. No we, stingers. I hope we walked no, out. No, I, I, I searched that at the end of every, I'm like, all right, I'm in the post credit sequence. Search, is there a post credit sequence for this? It seems like Marvel's the only ones who do it anymore. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I loved the... I love the setting. So it was a big change from Diana's, uh, which they only call her Diana in the movie. Mm. They never say Wonder mm. Woman once. Huh. Yep. But just like how they never say Superman, mm. they say Batman and Batman v Superman. They're all very clear. Batman's like, so Batman. cool. Yes. But so in uh, in the original thing, she was created during World War yeah. Two. She killed Nazis more than any other DC superhero. She was yeah. ki- like, and she was in the red. Like she has a Star Spangled butt because uh, she yeah. because she loved America so much. So she's not American. She's like, I'm fighting on the American side with Steve Trevor in World War Two. They changed it to World War One. So I did want to ask you about that. Does, does that reflect another famous Wonder Woman story? Because I uh, don't know a lot no, about that. Not really. Pretty and, much all of them. I mean, I'm certain there's been an Elseworld story that's said in World War One. Sure. But... I'm just like, why World War One? I? I have to remember, like, go get those Nazis. They're not Nazis. They're <laughs> not, not Nazis not yet. Yeah, which just, I mean, my big <laughs> Take thinking... that, Kaiser. Take that, because they said the yeah. Germans. Take yeah. that, Germans. Yeah, my, my big thought on this, and I'm sure we're going to talk about this a whole bunch more, is it was to differentiate it from Captain America, huh. but this was the very this was very Captain America, yeah. huge stylistic. I thought it, it was very. I thought it was too. actually more Thor and also, with the uh, gender swaps. Well, there was a there was a lot of that too. With well, the, the fish out of water mm-hmm, stuff, but then mm-hmm. of course the whole idea of like I'm going to stop the god of war, and now mm-hmm. there won't be any war, and it's like bitch, you better be back in twenty years. <laughs> yeah, because well, they're going to pull this shit. That was a question I had in Batman v Superman that they seem to imply that after World War One she stopped doing stuff. I was like, huh. so did yeah. you sit out World War Two? Not yeah. nice. Don't what what, what would have brought you into that war? Yeah. Yeah. But that she. So I looked up a couple quotes. Like Patty Jenkins basically explained it as that they didn't want it to be set in 
other they wanted to be set in a more unfamiliar place mm -hmm. and that also this would be the first world war that it would be like Ares would get involved in the mm -hmm. first world war yeah, and that would be that when he would sense. cross the line it is the first big mm -hmm. one yeah. yeah and and the world war she also said Patty Jenkins also said world war ii has been so heavily covered mm -hmm. yeah. in all these mm -hmm. other films in popular films unlike world war one so mm -hmm. it gives you more fresh mm -hmm. stuff to deal with so mm -hmm. like yeah huh, nazis again no, uh, I, I think that was a good choice because yeah i agree world war one hasn't been covered very well not I me mean, definitely not recently mm -hmm. uh, yeah but i just i don't I can name sexy is world war. i had well, to yeah, keep reminding it's myself a, it's a meat grinder there's no yeah. running around it's yeah. just sitting in a trench well, and no everyone gets land. killed yeah that's, and that's I, when it gets metal i love when they show off <laughs> no man's land because i remembered it, i remembered it from fucking um uh, Blackadder goes forth like that was the first that's I in American history because we barely were involved in Amer World War One yeah. in in school they don't really cover it that much you know so uh, I learned in Blackadder goes forth but just they're like it's no man's land you can't leave here we're just on two sides shooting at each other endlessly and it will never mm -hmm. stop like boy this yep. sucks but uh, I, yeah I, I want to see I that question say that John because I had to keep making the distinction in my head that these aren't these aren't Nazis these are Germans and I don't have a clear idea of what the germans were mm -hmm. like in world war one I. I mean uh, they were i know their motivations were naughty there's people but trying I don't, to take other countries but when i think of nazis them, i think of chambers and genocide and i don't think we have that in genocide really no. wasn't on the order mm -hmm. i mean every it was indiscriminate mega death mm -hmm. like like they say in the movie 25 million dead like, mostly french like yeah. almost yeah. all of france well, i mean Really, what the Germans got into it? You, you really want some history? The Germans got into it because it was pretty much a preemptive thing. Mm. It's like, well, everyone after the Archduke is killed, everyone's allies are ramping up and threatening each other, and they thought, well, Russia's about to come after us, so let's beat them to the punch. Fuck you, Russia. Oh wait, but we can't have two fronts. So how about fuck you, France too? Let's do that mm. and Belgium. We'll we'll just get everybody and we'll hit them before they're ready to hit us. Well, in France and Germany that didn't quite work out, which also brings me to my big problem with the movie. Hmm. Uh oh, Ludendorff's a real guy. Yep, he is. Oh, is he? Uh, was General Ludendorff was uh, the supreme commander. You mean Lupin? Uh, no, was the, no, the not supreme Ramus German commander, the, the other guy, uh, the guy who smells things and becomes yeah. super strong. Mm. Yeah. Oh, really? That's yeah, that's a, yeah, he's a real guy. Could we not give him like, something else? Like make <laughs> he, up another he's name? He's so cool. <laughs> I just give him a different name because that guy actually lived through the war and huh. it's almost kind of unfortunate because he helped the whole like the stabbed in the back idea, which brought mm. us to World War II. The idea of Germany wasn't defeated; we we got fucked over. Mm. So. But in the DC universe, he was stabbed to death by Wonder Woman. That's <laughs> That's what happened in there. On top of an like a Wait, 1911 so air there, traffic. Was control? there also a Doctor Poison in World uh, War One? Uh, well, this in the reality of the DC extended universe. That's how that one went. I do. Yeah, Scott V. I want to. I wonder that. It's they, an odd uh, question. Diana, an Israeli actress, portrays an Amazonian superhero named Diana in a blockbuster movie. Any thoughts? The happiest little girl <laughs> in the world. It got it uh, banned in Libya, I believe. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think Lebanon. 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 No, yeah, no. yeah, and it's not just. Oh, she's Israeli. She was, you know, because she's Israeli, mm -hmm. she had to do two years in the army. Mm -hmm. So she was in the army while there was action going on. So it's like she was it's like she was part of the thing that was attacking us. Like, uh, OK, no, I, I can understand that. Mm -hmm. um, I will say as someone who doesn't know many other Dianas and definitely don't hear them in movies, <laughs> I kept almost going like, huh? Like they, they, they say, Diana a hundred thousand times. The movie starts with a mo like uh, a voiceover, but mm -hmm. the first word said by a person on screen is <laughs> Diana. Like they, Diana, <laughs> Diana, Diana. What? 
but what, what I, I also loved all the all the Amazons. I I read she cast a lot. Uh, Patty Jenkins cast a lot of professional women athletes to yeah. be like, no, you are yeah. going to be sporty badasses. This is a boon to stunt women. And that, that, yeah, that yeah. opening sequence was astonishing. Mm-hmm. The opening training sequence. Yes. Yeah. I, I just I don't go in for the sandal and loincloth. Not three hundred, but tr- I don't like those fucking movies. Mm-hmm. I don't like horses and swords. I'm like. But this is fucking astonishing. Yeah. This looks great. That woman who did a literal backflip <laughs> off of a horse while shooting an arrow upside down and landing on her feet looks fucking real. I think that was a real person doing there that. Were, there were tons of cool things like that in, mm. in it. The, the action the action was really good. And the they they, <laughs> they twisted a bit of the Wonder Woman origins. But it's it's always her origin has always been a lot less set in stone mm-hmm. than Superman and Batman's. Mm-hmm. Like Superman and Batman have always clearly been... Superman, Krypton explodes, he lands on Earth, he's raised by humans, and he mm-hmm. becomes Superman. Batman, his parents die, then he trains to become Batman to fight all crime. For Wonder Woman, sometimes she is born traditionally on Paradise Island to mm-hmm. Hippolyta, and she then tri- she then becomes the ambassador to humanity, mm-hmm. and then other times she is molded from clay and given life yeah, and, and he, goes to Earth and, and goes to another the Superman world of alien men. god. Yeah. yeah. And goes to the world of men to fight Ares and so and then there's tons of different variations like that. Sometimes she's tied to World War Two. <laughs> other times she didn't appear in in DC universe until five years after Superman first appeared. Mm. Like so she's it's all very different. Like Themyscira became the official name for it in the eighties. It had always been Paradise yeah. Island, but after Crisis, they wanted to be like, no, Paradise Island sounds too dorky. We need, or it doesn't sound like something a Greek god would name an mm. island, you know. So they yeah. they went with Themyscira, which is what it is in the movie. I want to reiterate Vinny's comment. Logan and Wonder Woman may end up being my favorite superhero films of the year, unless yeah. Justice League is also great. I do think it's bizarre. Usually, Marvel is the one way out in mm-hmm. front, but like. It's in between Logan and Wonder Woman. Both yes. films I enjoyed more from right. studios who have made complete mm-hmm. garbage. I mean, Guardians, Guardians right, 2 was yeah. really good. It I was, think, but yeah. I still like Logan and Wonder Woman more. You know, I don't know if I liked Wonder Woman more than Guardians, but it, it, I, I like Wonder Woman quite a lot. Like, um, Here's the, Gal Wonder Gadot Woman, did an awesome job. Gal Gadot is amazing. Well, I, I definitely want to talk about that. But the more the fun stuff in Guardian is more fun than the fun stuff in Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. The action sequences in Wonder Woman, Guardians can't hold a fucking candle to. Yeah, yeah. there are no, there are not even yeah. really any great action sequences yeah. in. Uh, yeah, in action's Guardians. not. Yeah, it's more about yeah. goofy conversation. And if I was writing stuff. a review of it, my fucking hack ass headline mm-hmm. parroting a song title would be "This is what it looks like when gods fight." Because this, because that's what it felt like, it, and that's the the only distinction between the DC universe is that these are gods yeah. for the most part. They're not you and me given a metal suit or one ability. They're mm-hmm. fucking gods, and I don't think Zack Snyder conveyed that very well visually. Uh, uh, Vandelic has a great point. Like I like that other Amazons also had Gal Gadot's accent for continuity. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a cute. Does idea. she have a and natural that accent? That's yeah, that's, yeah, that's her accent. She's just real. I've only yeah. seen her in one other movie. Which the second they got to the the setting of the last sequence, I'm like, do not put Gal Gadot next to a runway. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, oh, it's so sad. <laughs> it says yeah. spoilers, people. Up on the no, you're not watching. You're listening. Yes, uh, <laughs> this is this is spoiler right now. But anyway, uh, the Gal also, Gadot, awesome. Yes, yeah, she was awesome. She was. Uh, like I loved her I loved her interacting with man's world mm-hmm. like that was always that that led to some fun stuff they um Edda Candy was really yeah. great too mm-hmm. as Dawn from for, the office yeah, yeah she was she was very lightly used but I liked her a lot but yeah. the 
but her action yeah that uh, diana was this was the start of diana's career i would like to see a wonder woman film a solo film that yeah. takes place now or when she yeah. is a professional but this was more her finding her feet yeah but it was like her first day on the job yeah totally yeah. that she is that she is naive and she's yeah. just like oh but i also did like that they establish no, I I read books. I know yeah. what a dick is. Like I know. What a, she, yeah. You wouldn't like this book about dicks. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was I was thinking about that because we just talked about uh, Fifth Element on thirty twenty ten plug. Yeah. And uh, I watched a really good video about sort of the trope of you know the naive childlike brain in a sexy woman body that mm. you see in something like Fifth Element. Yeah. yeah. And so I was worried it's going to be like. Kissing? What does that mean? What oh, let kiss? me show you. And mm. it's like, oh, please don't. But she was like, no, I got it. Yeah, no, men are inessential, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever. You now, sleep with I, me. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's like, I mean, and they're playing with the different meanings of sleep with literal sleep or so. It's just mm. like, yeah, no, I, I know what a dick is. There was cool. a big male gaze inverse. Says, uh, John <laughs> no, uh, the film needed a scene where Chris Pine was nude. Like, mm. they needed to sexualize him sweet. more than she was. Like, <laughs> I'm glad he got all that Star Trek fat off. Well, no, that's, that's, that's the thing. Yeah. I didn't see Star Trek Beyond, yeah. but he was I starting saw to become very. Uh, he, well, uh, Kirk Black Pride named it "Born Sexy" yesterday. That's the, <laughs> the thing of the video. Yeah. The name uh, of the video. I'm talking fuck about. it. He. He's is becoming William Shatner mm. to me. Chris Pine in the second movie, he's get, he got a little chubbier. In the second movie, he's funnier. Mm. And now I love this version of Chris yeah. Pine. He's really funny. We know mm. now. I, well, I loved him on. I I loved him on SNL this year. Oh, his song God. about like I'm right. Chris, but not that right. Chris, and not that one. And that and so I'm great. playing a guy named Steve in a movie like that other Chris <laughs> yeah. did, but it's a different. Right. It's World War One. No, it's not, there's Captain Steve Rogers, and I'm Captain <laughs> Steve Trevor. Sterling says also that and the RuPaul's Drag Race sketch, yeah. fucking fire. JGB Sterling says also is it in Chris Pine's contract to ride a motorcycle in every movie? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he must. He might insist on that, but just that. Also, seeing Pine in it, that he, I, he was almost Green Lantern instead of Ryan Reynolds. I was yeah. like, man, you would have been so much better. Like mm. Ryan Reynolds wasn't like. Green Lantern's not supposed yeah. to be that funny, mm. and Chris Pine is just funny enough, and not yeah. and not a winking like this. Is the Natalie yeah. Portman to this universe. Yeah. It's so strange. And Ryan Reynolds, like, I don't think his heart was in it. Like, he's no. like, I wanted to be dead. Well, he, I guess I got to do this. Well, he did meet his wife there, and they're still oh, together. Yeah. So you know, he, that's, that's right. If Wolverine had fucked up so hard, he would have been Deadpool <laughs> and never done that fucking movie. Uh, yeah, mm. but the uh, but. Chris Pine, too, I'll give him props because I bet there were some dudes who were told, oh, you're going to be the one-off love interest in Wonder Woman. You're a secondary character to this woman in it, and you die at the end. Again, spoilers. I bet lots of dudes, I bet there were some male actors, stars, who were like, no, I'm a star. I'm not the love interest of Wonder Woman. I don't. I, I don't sacrifice myself and not show up again. I'm a star. But, I, I but really, Chris Pine didn't have, like, it felt like a thing that he didn't have the ego to say mm -hmm. no to that. I really like their dynamic, by the way. Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't what I expected at all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know what I didn't like? Any of their other friends. They didn't need to oh, be there. They didn't like do the shit. Other, right? the, they didn't do anything. The, the movie brigade. is two and a half hours long. We waste time on their introduction scenes between them, and they don't help. And I, they don't do shit. I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for Wonder Woman, and like they're not even canon Wonder Woman no. characters. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm not that mad yeah. about it, but it's like if I if I had to cut anything, I would have cut all that shit. Yeah. 
because they don't yeah. do anything. They, the, yeah. the marksman doesn't shoot. I think he doesn't he like learn to after that. After finally seeing him shooting person? like yeah. a, and killing like a man ought to. Did yeah. we need but, to introduce a war to, a war traumatized marksman uh, no, in a Steve, Wonder Woman movie? Yeah, hey, when mm. Steve Trevor goes like, "Oh, let's uh, uh, we're gonna need to get a team together." Like, no, 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 we don't need it. I did have that thought too. Like. We don't need to get the team together yeah. scene, yeah. especially For we in can't a actually see again. Yeah, and in a bar, I was like, "Boy, this is really yeah. cliche." Aren't you glad, glad they all lived? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I did find Which, out Sammy the uh, mm-hmm. uh, he actually is a comic book character. I don't know about the other two, uh, but mm-hmm. I, they, I think they might all have been in the Blackhawks yeah. comics of the which were just they yeah. were not superheroes. They're guys who flew planes yeah. in, in and, World War Two. Uh, apparently, Sammy is a secret agent who's a master of disguise because uh, okay. he, he put on the turban. That's like well, <laughs> well, I and drove his, a car. Well, why I did, like his why line, all... like I wanted to be an actor, but I'm the wrong color. Like, yeah, huh? that, yeah, which yeah. they didn't really go anywhere with. Well, you can only deal with racism ever, <laughs> yeah. so deeply in one of these movies, yeah. you know. And yeah, what was no, with he, this? he got the little moment, and uh, the chief got the little moment of like. But he got to speak but, a different language. Why are all the Germans English all of a sudden? Yeah, I like that he's like, I'm undercover. This is my German accent, other Germans. Wow, <laughs> because I thought that was guy's German. I thought that was here. brilliant. He pulls up the dude and he's like, I don't have an invitation. And since Chris Pine can't mm-hmm. speak German, he starts speaking English in a German accent, so yeah. the guy won't to ask enough his questions. Driver, but then yeah. everybody in the rest, all the Germans in the rest of the scene speak English. I yeah. kind of got the feeling it's like we're getting the Babelfish version, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like they're actually speaking German. We just don't want to bother. Yeah. The I would have got that too, except German. for the focus on other languages in different yeah. areas of the film. Yeah. When she speaks Chinese mm-hmm. to Sammy, you're just like, well, okay, mm-hmm. then this, it does hurt your ability to think, oh, wait, when Germans are talking to other Germans, we're just hearing English instead yeah. of Deutsch. But mm-hmm. the, uh, but also, mm-hmm. the, the Dr. Poison, she was pretty lightly used, yeah. but... Mm-hmm. Cool well, design, though. I like the whole, like, yeah. ceramic mask thing. Yeah, yeah the fucking yeah. The, the human tool video. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see that at, like, cons and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's simple, besides yeah. the fact that you need to have... And uh, well, you know another reason face. I liked them moving into World War One or the nineteen tens is because what? the stuff against women, uh, the especially well, she goes into British society and mm. all these things that like a proper woman would do. What's a woman? It's, it's even stuffier than it would have been if it was like nineteen forty three. You know, that's like, very true. I like they did throw in the the one line about uh, suffragettes. Yeah, thought, I think they I think they were running with some of that imagery too. Mm. The idea that you and know, everybody she's dressed knows like about a suffragette. Su- everybody and, knows about suffragettes from watching Mary Poppins. Uh, uh, Steve yeah, Hampton yes. is saying, did anyone else expect the chief to automatically start growing? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Oh, that would have been so great. That would have been amazing. You know, Chuck. Uh, yeah, but yeah. So they got to have a scene of her having to put on almost Victorian style dresses mm. and just like, how can women move their legs like this? And also, yeah. they got to be even more offended by like a bare shoulder. Oh my. <laughs> oh my. Oh. And uh, I wonder how British, if any uh, UK viewers mm. are on here, like, did you guys have an extra good laugh when she's like, when they get to London, she's like, "This is hideous." <laughs> I mean, there were dumb moments like that. It just and like, it was also, but it was on fire at that yes. point. So, well, I yeah. liked, I, I, I liked that. Okay, there were dumb moments yeah. of she just wakes up. He's like, "Hey, we found a bar. They just took us to London." Like, oh, cool. Because you got from, to London overnight from yeah, Finisterra. from like 
the Bermuda Triangle? Well, wherever, yeah. <laughs> you cross the Atlantic during wartime? Yeah, pretty easily, seemingly, okay. in this sailboat. Again, in one night while she was asleep. That was dumb. Yeah. But they just had to speed shit up. They're like, we got to get into mm-hmm. London now. And Vandicle is saying they needed the team for the Native American character to tell Diana his people took his people's land to plant the idea that humanities were like, even without Aries. Uh, and I wanted to bring that background because I think yeah. it was you, Vandicle, that said, I thank God the marketing machine didn't ruin Aries. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't. They held that back. Because we didn't know that before. We no, I didn't. I. I expected I expected a tease of Ares for future films mm-hmm. and just saying like oh yeah Ares was behind all this. If you've read modern, I don't know shit least, about Ares. Man. At least from the George Perez run onward, which is was like 1987, mm-hmm. Ares has been her main mega villain. Like Cheetah is her Joker, mm-hmm. but her her Rachel Ghoul, her mm-hmm. world conquering threat, has always been Ares because mm-hmm. she is. She was an ambassador of peace, so of course her arch nemesis would be the god of war. Yeah. And that basically mm-hmm. is his costume in the comics, that giant helmet with the horns that on was, it and shit. That shit. The Dark doing, Souls character? That yeah. Was fucking and mad. He always throws swords at her, like that's which is kind of just like, I'm throwing dicks at you. <laughs> you know, it's, it's all the kind of imagery at it. So that's that was a pulling up of things. If you want more things that were in the comics, mm-hmm. definitely her war with Ares was very much like from the George Perez run and mm-hmm. other runs too. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, the bit where she's eating ice cream and is just like, oh my god, this is awesome. <laughs> like that is how she's introduced in Jeff John's Justice mm-hmm. League series and the one he did with Jim the Lee. One? Yeah, the the new it's called Origins in it. Mm-hmm. She's like Ice cream is the greatest. Humanity is the best. But and uh, so the one that, where she ends up being with Superman. Um, yeah. The and, first she's dating Steve Trevor, who in that is just a uh, U.S. secret agent. Huh. And I did like. I should have realized that was definitely Steve's death. Now that they had sex, I was like, okay. They, looking back on it now, it was them going. Well, they, she should, mm. they should consummate their relationship mm. if he's going to die the next day. So oh, yeah. then she can have more of a connection to him when mm. he's dead. It's instead Friday of Friday the 13th movie. Unlike, yeah. well, unlike Steve Rogers, she's just like, I'll get you that dance someday. It's like, oh, so did Steve Rogers like get frozen a virgin in at the end of <laughs> Captain America? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bet he did. Yeah. Well, no, you know what? I don't think so because he go he went on that road tour as Captain America, mm. like punching oh, Hitler yeah. every night. He oh. had to get. I'm betting he had some ladies on the Chorus road. Chorus girls, yeah. huh? Uh, well, I was thinking, I was thinking fangirls, the USO roadies, groupies, mm. but also groupies, chorus yeah. girls. I bet a chorus girl deflowered him, like mm. someone like ten years <laughs> his, his senior. That, that I'm, I'm just writing fan fiction now. But anyway, I, I disagree. But uh, <laughs> anyway, back to. I mean, but, it's hard but, to not talk about Captain America because. This it movie is a very hits Captain a lot American of the same yeah. Captain America, the first Avenger, to be specific, yeah. not the other But, but it, it's just that it chose to, whereas yeah. Captain America needed to be set in World War II in both mm-hmm. because of his canonical mm-hmm. origin and because it's the nature of who he is. There wasn't a need to introduce Wonder Woman here. It well, was a deliberate no, choice. I mean, it's, some of the similarities I'm talking about is we have basically a Red Skull. Mm-hmm. We've got a super plane yeah. we got to catch up to that's yep. going to kill everybody. I'm still trying to wrap my head around Sacrificed by a Captain Steve in a plane. I don't hate it or anything. I just I'm trying to wrap my brain around why they chose. Well, those guys are basically howling commandos. Well, it's also that Diana's appeal as a character in the in Batman v Superman even was that she was an old soul who's like I've seen this a lot, buddy. Like you're not not impressing me, Bruce Wayne. Is it only to explain her outfit? Well, she (laughs) needs to have been alive for a hundred years too. So that's. 
then that is like she is more than a hundred, yeah. so they need to set her there too. Like she needs to be more godly yeah. than them, yeah. and and be like, I've been around the block a few yeah. times, Bruce. So. Yeah. so I was worried that with Chris Pine in this, that it would be what was it you called it with with Lilu in Fifth Element, where it's like. This woman only has never met a man before, and the yeah. first man she meets, she has to sleep with. Exactly. Mm. Well, like, and she does. Yeah, but, but she yeah. read those books, but they, so she, no, she's, she and they earned it. I think yeah. they earned it a lot more than yeah. the, you know, sort of like, love? What is love? Yeah. I mean, Tell me about yeah. this But she did love. think marriage was stupid. Yeah. But, she, yeah. But, yeah, but she is like, well, I learned every language, so I would also learn what sex <laughs> is. Well, I, I mean, how fucked up would it have been to introduce Wonder Woman during Vietnam? Yeah. <laughs> yes, but yeah. you could have. Like, yeah. you kind of could have. But the, the sex books... I think that might have been my favorite, like, mm-hmm. non-action scene of the movie. Did you bring yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, in nineteen seventeen, yeah. where were you going to get anything like yeah. pornography? Like, oh no, there was there was plenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was. Yeah. Actually, the one Just thing different. I hate, yeah, like, oh, yeah. that they had the score playing underneath that. Like, you have the music score underneath this awkward scene mm-hmm. where they're lying together in a boat mm-hmm. discussing. What sex is? Uh, Vinny weird. says props to Patty Jenkins. Yeah, I'm on her yeah. IMDb now, and I just still find it unfathomable she didn't make another film after well, Monster in uh, 2003. Apparently, after Monster, she chose motherhood for mm. a bit. She got pregnant. Mm. Loser. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, That's why these dames that, can't direct. You gotta they got to have money. babies all the time. That couldn't have possibly helped her with this movie. Nah. <laughs> no, but she, but she had, she she says she's dreamed of directing a Wonder Woman film. Nice. And she, but a film production is very giant, so maybe you want to spend time with your kid. That you don't want to be gone from your child for two years mm. to make mm. a movie. Uh, yeah, she, but at the same time, we're given they're, they're given huge things to people who have you know barely proven themselves. You yeah. know, yes. Godzilla's directed by a pretty much a newbie. Mm-hmm. Jurassic World is directed by pretty much a newbie. No, that's yeah, that's the dumbest. The shit director of safety like, not guaranteed. Yeah. How did yeah. you make that connection? Can well, you they, believe they took a chance on her? With what, I kept seeing a tweet about that. Yes, where it's well, like, yeah. everybody was taking yeah. it to the Hollywood Reporter for that headline yeah. because she. I love what the Russo brothers did in their two Captain mm-hmm. America films. I can't wait to see what they did in Infinity War. But they directed episodes of Community. They yeah. had never even done a movie before. She had done fucking Monster ten years ago, yeah. over ten years ago. Fourteen Patty Jenkins, years ago. Yeah. Patty Jenkins is very well established, yeah. like much yeah. more established than guys who directed Community or fucking Mark Webb, who did mm. Five Hundred Days of Summer <laughs> and then mm. Spider and then Amazing Spider Man. What a great yeah. choice. <laughs> yeah, I just want to point out. Webb. Uh, that's true. Uh, Mr. H makes a great point. I noticed this too that uh, after the battle, soldiers are picking themselves up and they're fucking kids. Yeah, that they're was all good. like these yeah. like 17, 18 year old looking guys. Oh, yeah. It's like the that whole point is this yeah. is. It felt this like they realized, like, oh, what are we doing? This yeah. is who this war is about. This, this yeah. is who dies besides yeah. the men and women and children. Well, it's fucking kids go out yeah. there and kill each other. And so that's something too. I'm wearing my Superman shirt because I don't. I don't think I own a shirt with Diane on it. If I, I do, do, I think it's, it's dirty. The, it's in the laundry. But, <laughs> but I. Diana was all these things I wish Superman was mm-hmm. and he wasn't and like Superman does save people in the DC extended universe but it's like begrudgingly yeah. and there's yeah. all these here we did it we're done every time he <laughs> saves somebody he's like why are they even complaining god it sucks <laughs> being Superman's dumb it's so hard in this Diana isn't it's fucking so whining about yeah. shit she's yeah. just like we have to help these yeah. people. And they yeah. keep saying, you can't help everybody. And then eventually just says, like, I'm sick of hearing you guys telling yeah. me I can't help anybody. Fuck this. Yes. I'm going to ex- help people. Like, <laughs> I thought the ex- you're exactly right yeah. on that. that yeah. I, I, when, when she said that, I'm like, that's everything Superman should have been. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's so annoying. Ugh. It wasn't that. And <laughs> it's just, 
it, yeah. it makes you wish somebody else had control over <laughs> Superman and Daniel David uh, Zack Snyder. <laughs> but also that I think Patty Jenkins maybe didn't have the the problems with Suicide Squad were similar to the problems with Batman v Superman, mm-hmm. and I think that's also just a sign more of executive meddling yeah. and editing that even mm-hmm. can't be blamed on the director but maybe after the bad critical reception of batman mm-hmm. v superman and suicide squad maybe they took a little step back and were yeah. like you know let's not over edit this to death because it's try to get everything in this. they still seem to like share a color palette visually yeah. mm-hmm. but it this is not a bleak film ever yeah. like, so you have way more reason to be bleak in in the yeah, fucking in World trenches War One. of World War One, than you are in modern day <laughs> we, life. That we've been here a year and we have moved an inch. Like mm. holy shit! Yeah, yeah. 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 Trench and, warfare. Yeah. Uh, John W. John uh, W. has a great point that like the last shot of Diana leaping into the air was oh, yeah. the best Superman shot in years. Like yeah. I love that every superhero film has to end with the hero shot, and that was so much better. Like, well, actually. Not every superhero <laughs> film has to end with a hero shot because Batman v Superman ends with fucking, fucking dirt, casket. Yes. dirt on a casket. Ooh, <laughs> Most boy. famous superhero yeah. of all Do time. Do you think he's coming back? <laughs> okay, uh, and uh, Dave Rodas has a great point. Mm-hmm. This is the first one after Jeff Johns took over oh. as the boss of DC Films. Mm-hmm. So I think Jeff Johns definitely had a bigger touch on this, oh. at least in post-production. It's interesting. And so, yeah. This I, that's what I'm dying to figure out because we heard a lot of behind the scenes shit on all the movies except this one yeah. or, or I did hear shit and like it turned out not to be true yeah I had heard not great things ahead of time but like and and yeah we're all we're, we are unfortunately due to partially to tragedy but mm-hmm. we are hearing about issues with Justice League of like mm-hmm. no we gotta reshoot stuff now mm-hmm. and Joss Whedon's doing it well, it sounds like a lot of reshoots that you have to hire an expensive yeah. director to come in yes. and do them and also yeah. to get movie stars back like no 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 mm-hmm. come back we gotta film stuff yeah. though this film did have reshoots I just read this yeah. that uh, Gal Gadot was five months pregnant during some Ooh. of the shoots, oh, and they had to they couldn't make a costume obviously for it and they had to hide it so they're just like look you, your tummy's green screen and we're just gonna take Are it you away kidding? Oh, wow. so in some of those shots I don't know which ones like see, she is five months pregnant I would, and I'm gonna we're gonna talk I would love to talk about Gal Gadot because I don't know I never really noticed her in Fast and the Furious but she is an unworld otherworldly looking beautiful creature yeah. and i it's it's every time i saw a picture of her i'm like really her is wonder woman and now you say she's pregnant I'm like yeah wonder woman should be thicker <laughs> well i in in Let's drawings in drawings of wonder woman i my i i like her to be a little more bulky and musclier yeah. than than gal Gadot is but that i don't want to judge her body too yeah. much she, no, I'm, she I'm was down to do incredible yeah. shape. Down, she and she i think she was fucking amazing like yeah. she was just yeah. fun to watch and especially those yeah. fight scenes i think mr h said it earlier i don't know i don't know yeah. if i have another favorite fight sequence in a superhero yeah. film with, I, other than maybe civil war because yeah. that's got you got 10 of them yeah but I, like if she was in batman versus superman for a longer time mm-hmm. I would have been annoyed if it happened in modern times, but mm-hmm. the fact that this is during war, that like every guy she meets is just like completely slack jawed. <laughs> it makes sense in that. In that, I'm uh, they haven't I'm seen a woman. They haven't seen a woman not bleeding yeah. to death in a long time. <laughs> so yeah, her her moving her legs in the dresses was so good. But and then her going into multiple rooms, they're like. Oh, Woman is. Yeah, but like, I, I realized they kind of fucked with us on that at the end when, uh, you know, it turns out, spoiler, 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 that uh, Phyllis 
Mrs. Aries. Mm-hmm. And when he first when she first walked in the room and everyone's like, What? A woman? And he's sort of like, What? Hey, who? It's <laughs> turns out he's not going, oh, a woman. He's going, Oh, oh fuck shit. her. Oh, oh my god. The chosen one is here. <laughs> oh boy. Him destroying that him destroying the sword was such a cool shot too. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. that. They'd set up the sword yeah. so hard. That also then goes back to like when her mom goes, Oh yes, the god killer i'll yeah. show you it's this sword like <laughs> yeah and it's it uh, i liked i like that reveal but i will say murder she wrote rules got me of like no no wait that's remus lupin that is a famous actor <laughs> yeah. you're not nobody you're not nobody <laughs> for he, a few scenes I, away. I, i'd like to help but i'm gonna go away from the entire movie yes. for a I, i'm just setting up now <laughs> yes. but uh, i'll go away and then when he shows back up i'm like up oh, knew it knew it but <laughs> the um the the real guy when she has the fight with him i the film got me of thinking like, oh, I guess that's the end fight scene because <laughs> it, because in shit like Catwoman, an Electra, <gasps> and and also in the original Captain America two, a fight that good, which was a good little fight scene, they would have been like, yeah, that's enough. We don't need a big exp- We don't need to spend more money. This was a good enough fight scene. So then when they go balls out with like, no, this is a fight scene. This is it a really big was. action scene yeah. to so end the movie. John yeah, like- goes, uh, Gal Gadot brought it. I got chills from her reacting to Steve's fate in the plane. Yes. Like, what a fucking earned sequence. Yeah. Yeah. Though, a little well, weird that like, oh, now I know love. Uh you had your mom die in your hands. Remember when you mm. cried about that? But it wasn't. Like, about, it wasn't she, about loving another she, man. It was yes. about loving humanity. She never had yeah. romantic love before yeah. either, and she was real sad about she her was, aunt's death. Yeah, yeah, she was really sad about that. And, oh, and I, I was like, going to say, uh, I think you were right because I was wondering why. Why are they giving Danny Houston super poppers? Yeah, and I realized. Oh yeah, it's so they can have a decent fight yeah. scene instead of her just coming up, kicking him in the face, and then killing. I, I think him. that was the only like ridiculous thing. That in the was, movie that I was like, mm. come on. <laughs> we, we didn't need that. But, uh, well, I mean, I, it was a good fake out, too. Yeah. You think, yeah. oh, that's a good enough, though. Because even, even when he did that, and he's like, it doesn't... It doesn't matter. She just deflected a mortar shell. I don't yeah. care how much shit this dude snorts. How much PCP this sixty-year-old guy takes, uh, but he can't he can't deflect a punch from Wonder Woman. The, the when Steve dies, she's also tied up in a way, which again is such a cool. It is a Wonder Woman gets tied up a bunch. That is but they, that is in her origin story. But it was too. it was they covered her body. Yes, it was not. Steve's Steve's first reaction with the with the lasso that was sexual yeah. as hell. Just like mm, this is uh, ooh, it hurts. I like mm, uh, you women all surrounding me, the time you have to make me sick. Yes, it wasn't her mother. It was her. her it was her uh, mom's sister. Yeah. And I, I appreciate that they had uh, Connie Nielsen and Robin Wright. Women of a certain age, yes. because Amazons are ageless. You could make her pair. You, you can make her mom twenty. Robin and Wright you could is pretty much get away with is it. ageless. Well, and I, she yeah, was uh, awesome. I hate to say yeah. it, she's responsible for one of my favorite sex scenes in the universe from House of Cards. I'd rather not explain it anymore because <laughs> yeah. it happens in while a, Kevin Spacey is uh, crying. In our Facebook <laughs> community, Scott Verlay asks, actually, is there time dilation on the Mesria? Looks like Themyscira. the Amazons show. Uh, sorry, shows up to fight uh, the Parademons in the Justice League trailer. Yeah, they imply that those Amazons are ageless when they say Hippolyta beat mm-hmm. Zeus or helped mm-hmm. Zeus and did all that stuff with men. They're like, that sounds like it happened in like three thousand BC. Mm-hmm. So, and the reason they also said Diana's the first child they've ever mm-hmm. had there because she was sculpted from clay and born. Mm-hmm. So all the rest of them have just been around together for thousands uh. of years. Probably evolved fucked at one time or another. <laughs> but the, they all uh, read the book. 
Uh, but also, this was the thing I had read that in this movie, this is the first time a live action or or animated Wonder Woman hasn't had earrings. She doesn't have any oh. earrings in mm. in uh, the old show on Linda Carter. She had red earrings. Not and, practical. Yeah. Not practical. And on Which Justice I, League, she had star in the Justice League cartoon. She had star earrings. It's funny. Mm. I just noticed the earrings last night when I watched an old episode of the TV the, the show, the Linda Evans mm. version, the Linda Carter, Linda Carter, who got a special Evans. thanks in this movie. Did by she the really in the credits? Apparently, I, I, yeah. I read that she couldn't do a cameo in the movie no. because she was too busy on her cabaret tour <laughs> to fill, which i was like how busy is that mm. like that okay. feels like you made an excuse or something oh man i loved that show as a little kid and then watching it again i laughed my tits off yeah it is so goofy in fact the particular episode i ended up watching is about wonder woman stopping a a uh, hypnotic rock star flute player played by Martin Mull. <laughs> wow, this man. happens, and she ends up not like taking him to jail. It's like, oh well, you've used mind control powers and a super weapon, but I mean, you, you sort of had good intentions, but not really. So we'll just make you think about what you did. <laughs> well, and, and he's like, okay. <laughs> well, he's first... wearing cool like Elvis jumpsuits. It's so awesome. I believe the first season is set in World War II, and she right. is she is Steve Trevor's secretary in this, right. which in that, hmm. which they allude to when he says, "Oh, she's uh, my secretary." Hmm. Like so, that's that is an, uh, another illusion. Same with <laughs> Connor her Wade said Jethro Mole. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, Holy shit, Connor. Nice, uh, Connor. Oh, yeah. Azaz is saying that uh, there's, they thought there'd be an Easter egg in Wonder Woman's Invisible Plan, but nowhere to be found. Not really yeah. many Easter I mean, they were like the ones I, I just mentioned. I swear to God, but... I had my fingers crossed. Like, just just crash it once. Show us an Invisible Plane. I dare you, please. <laughs> I mean, they had to get rid of some of the goofier stuff. They made the lasso, as Connor said, they made the lasso look, look cool. cool. Look the cool. lasso could have been goofy, but she used it better than Indiana Jones uses a whip. Like, just yeah. the way she was... That's something else I'll say too that I I was a big ass hater on Superman killing anybody. Mm-hmm. I could not stand it. I couldn't stand that Batman and Batman v Superman used fucking machine guns on his car mm-hmm. to explode people. <laughs> and in this, Wonder Woman kills at least thirty people. Yeah. She does, and I, I remember thinking about that. Why does this feel so refreshing? It's because I can't really separate myself yeah. that these are Nazis, so, she, not well, not petty criminals. She hesitate to kill them because she thinks they're under uh, well, areas she of control. She doesn't yeah. love killing people, yeah. but my I don't have a problem with a killer Wonder Woman mm-hmm. because she is a warrior yeah. trained by people. Mm-hmm. She's always been written as just yeah. like, if I have to, I will cross yeah. this line. You yeah. won't, Superman. I will. Yeah. And so... I don't mind her killing people. It, it comes much more naturally. See John's coming. Yeah. John Wheel goes, you can't prove there was it's an invisible plane in the film. <laughs> Anytime yeah. she jumps, she's in that plane. Yeah. I thought it was strange she never used that, like, uh, the big sonic boom that she does when she claps together her, her goblets. In the beginning, didn't she? No, but, like, wouldn't you want to use that on oh, the battlefield? The... Well, yeah. she's pretty effective. It was very unpredictable. She only really unlocks her true mm. Wonder Woman powers in the in her fight with Ares. Yeah. Like that's that's something too that in the beginning when she bleeds mm. and when other Amazons just get like shot, I'm like, mm. oh bullets just stop yeah. you, huh? But mm. so her, she compa- wasn't oh. as powerful as I thought she'd be, but then it felt explained enough because I was like, wait, she is definitely not mm. acting as strong as she was when she was fighting fucking Doomsday yeah, in BDS. So when she 
unleashes on Ares. That's mm-hmm. like, okay, this is her now. Now she's gone Super Saiyan or up to the next power level. So it, 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 yes, exactly. Mr. H says it right there. Super Saiyan Super scene. Super Saiyan scene. Uh, Chris Capel's pointing out the great ice cream scene is directly from Jeff Johns. Yeah, I said New 52. Yes, Justice said. League, incidentally, and Randy Ma is pointing out Patty Jenkins said Wonder Woman treats murder like putting down a suffering animal. It's yeah. something she doesn't want to do, but to do it when she and it has to be done. That's a, it's yeah. a really good way to put yeah, it. Yeah, I figure she, she oh, kills Randy. to protect How do you others? know DC characters so well? <laughs> I thought they were going to... If this was a Marvel film, they would have tied Ares to have wor- been working for Darkseid or something, mm-hmm. and they didn't do that. They are yeah. just like, no, Ares is Ares, did and you, she killed him. Did you have a... a an inkling of who they were going to use as the villain? Uh, I I I knew Ares is the biggest movie type villain she could face. Mm-hmm. Cheetah suck. Well, she, not Cheetah doesn't suck, but she's not. She can't but destroy the world. And you don't. But you don't think Ares is dead forever? Eh, he's a god. Yeah. It's it's also hard to say with a god. He could easily reform himself. And you, you have, didn't see a body. You have a time break. Well, because he explodes. Mm-hmm. But uh, they. But you they, know superhero rules. You don't see a fucking to, body. It's well, coming back. With gods in the DC universe, they come back because they're more ideas than in flesh. Mm-hmm. They're easily reborn. It, it's, it's same a beautiful in, statement. Same with, the it's same with Thor in the DC in the Marvel universe too. So Ares could easily come back. Nobody ever stays dead. But they set up in there that uh, <laughs> Jared Minutes says Cheetah sucks. Henry, you can say it. Look, I like <laughs> Cheetah, but I like especially when Cheetah's written as like, well, I'm not as strong or as fast as you, Wonder Woman, but I have magic claws that can cut you. <laughs> Meow. Scritch, scritch, scritch. I, I, I can't wait to see it again. There's not a lot of no, yeah, films I, I walk out of where I need to I'd see it again. I watched it again. It is easily it is way better than Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, and Suicide Squad. Yeah. And just it it was the hope I had after Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. The nicest thing I said was I felt Wonder Woman ruled for the eight minutes she's on screen in that movie, and it's and this my only fulfilled ta- that promise. positive takeaway from that whole fucking film. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just the, those fight sequences, I cannot get over them. Yeah, I can't they, get, were, they were unlike anything I've ever seen before, well, and and seeing Gal Gadot's face attached to it mm-hmm. the whole time, I could see some CG trickery in there, but these mm-hmm. long shots mm-hmm. of her doing a lot of real stunts when she jumps up into the bell tower and the yeah. bell tower just explodes <laughs> like that was so great. It was all these or that bu- flying knee yeah. up the window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's so great. And it was, it, it just had a more exciting spirit to it than like Superman, his fights in his movies, just like, I'm just punching you. I'm so mad. Punch, punch. And same with Batman. He's like, I'm beating you to death. Yes. I'm Batman. Wonder Woman is. You'll get a punch a few times. You might write a zip line, yes. but it's, it's, it's Batman. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah, I, it gives me hope for what ju- the Justice League film will be, but that is a Zack Snyder production, which mm-hmm. this was not. John Rodriguez I, agrees with you. I also did want to give a shout out to the screenwriter. The screenplay is credited to, to Alan Heinberg, who yeah. also was story by credit yeah, with Jeff Johns. Tell me about him. Alan Heinberg, when in one of many DC relaunches mm-hmm. after Infinite Crisis, they rebooted Wonder Woman, written by Alan Heinberg, who is a a, a lovely gay dude who who wrote for the OC who was a big-time Hollywood writer, but was like, I love Wonder Woman so much, I want to write a Wonder Woman comic, let me do it. And so he did a run with uh, Terry Dodson and Rachel Dodson on the art. Wonder Woman has never looked like more hotter, but 
uh, but also powerful. And he even incorporated goofy shit of her being a secret agent named Diana Prince, who is a Kung Fu lady, and even added in her spinning transformation that had been taken out of the DC comics for a time. And so, uh, yeah. uh, So if you like this movie, I would suggest, you know, the Alan Heinberg run on Wonder Woman is a really good one to read too, though. So is the Phil Jimenez run, the Gail Simone run, the Azarello run too. That one's a little grimdark, but I do really like that one. And, um, the Gail Simone run is very good. And Greg Rucka has had many great he's, ones. Is he currently on the Yeah, the he's book? currently on it. If you, uh, I would definitely suggest what just came out mm-hmm. in a collected form from the DC Rebirth book, Year One, the Wonder <laughs> Woman Year One by Greg Rucka and Nicola Scott on the art. It is very, very good. And I was hoping this would get a little gayer. Like, if we're, <laughs> I mean, I was, I, I, maybe that's also because it was the 1917 and uh, tribidism wasn't it? It, was, <laughs> it would have been fun if he'd be like, are, you, are they all tribidists here? Or, <laughs> or some other oldie time phrase to say lesbian. Are they lesbianic? <laughs> Are they sapphic? Black Price is Artemis is the next villain. I'm you, but stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is Artemis in the uh, Artemis. Because uh, Artemis and Diana are the same person in mythology. So, just one's a Greek name, one's a Roman name. Yeah, in the DC Comics, Artemis replaces at, at the same time when Superman got replaced by Four Other Superman and Batman got replaced by Asbat. Mm-hmm. Artemis replaced her because in one version of, which isn't in this movie, in one version of Diana's thing, they have a contest among all the Amazons, and the the one who wins the contest will get all the Wonder Woman stuff to then be the ambassador to (laughs) mankind. Diana wins that contest. In the 90s, they introduce Artemis, who is tougher and cooler and better than her and beats her in a rematch contest and they're like no no she's wonder woman now diana you're just diana prince you lose the lasso you lose the bracelets you're still as powerful as before but you're not you're not wonder woman anymore (laughs) then artemis eventually dies and wonder woman replaces her guys we have to close this out this has gone way longer than i thought i don't feel like i'm done talking about the movie just really I don't know. I really enjoyed it. It's nice seeing a, cla- a what I consider a very classic character yeah. being revitalized to the screen like this in mm-hmm. the first big female superhero yeah. film, I guess. And in the first Ernest, one that worked, that's yeah. for sure. I well, mean, I, Supergirl sucked, Catwoman sucked, and Electra sucked. And I make the criticism of those movies, they weren't part of a larger universe. Nobody was looking out for their better interests. They yeah. wanted to capitalize on a trend as fast as possible and yep. made a piece and of shit garbage with like just basic boom mic continuity errors <laughs> riddled throughout. It's a, They are not quality well, films. And there's two big differences with this compared to those three films as mm. well. This is the first superhero film to, uh, starring a woman mm. that is directed by, directed a, woman. by a woman. True. And it is the first, this, this is a sad fact, but this is the first film a woman has directed that has an over $100 million budget ever ever at least according to imdb no woman has ever directed a film this expensive before so i think you're right this had budget and and a and a woman's perspective in the in the creative seat which for a female-led film it made more yeah. money than that, but Pitch Perfect did not cost $100 million. I'd say something from Catherine Bigelow, but she's probably yes. under the $100 million yeah. mark. No, yes. her movies are pretty cheap. Yeah, and same with like Punisher War Journal was the last superhero film directed by a woman, Lexi Alexander, oh, yes. and that was nowhere near $100 million. <laughs> but it's so good. It's really good. Watch Punisher War Journal. It's a lot Warzone. Warzone. Well, we gotta go. We have to go. And uh, Steven's um, right. I do hope this means a Black Widow. If this is a success, yes. I hope mm. it means a Black Widow movie will happen fast. A lot is riding on this to be mm. a hit. I hope it is a hit over the weekend. I want Captain Marvel first. Well, I mean, it is first. I, mean, I just I don't care that much about the Black Widow character. I like Captain Marvel. Com- current mm-hmm. Captain Marvel way more. And Brie Larson. And Brie Larson. 
Um, but that is it for uh, this week's episode of Laser Time. You guys got an exclusive preview on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash laser time, where you can also see a video Henry made a while back about the history oh, of Wonder yes, Woman. Uh, I did a, I did a superhero spotlight a little over a year ago for her, so it's a good little history on her with some classic comic book panels. Mm. Uh, but you can check out more LazyTimePodcast.com. Diana, where can people hear you usually? Uh, usually you can hear me on 302010. comes mm-hmm. out every Thursday where we look back at this exact week, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, and 10 years ago in mm-hmm. pop culture. Uh, we've got what's coming up this week. Predator, I think, yeah. is coming and, and, up this week. For me, uh, the, little bit of movie the final there. episode of The Sopranos, and I think oh, I, yeah. is yeah. the longest I've ever wanted to talk <laughs> in a 20, 2007 sec. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Henry, what do oh, yes. people expect from Talking Simpsons this week? Uh, oh, well, uh, this week, boy, uh, we had a very spirited debate in the comments, but on the podcast we did, it was Deep Space Homer, we talked about the oh, no, wonderful the and outer space one. So next the... week, oh yeah, sorry, was... the one this week, I'll just say it live on here, we did Duckman, guys. Yeah. We did oh, wow. a Duckman episode. Wow. Are you podcasting that? <laughs> what the hell are you podcasting So at? happy about it. And a really good choice. So if you want to be caught up on that About yes. Face. Watch the episode About, about Face. Face. We didn't do the pilot. We did the best season one episode mm. About Face. So look it up, Duckman About Face. It's just on YouTube. It's easy to watch. <laughs> It's on YouTube. And Thank you guys stay, so much. Ba- keep watching the skies for more cool Talking Simpsons stuff, too. And, and yeah. Bonus time. Patreon.com. So laser time. Thanks a lot, guys. We do Bye. appreciate your support. Bye. Peace, people. Stand over my bed. Disbelieving what they're seeing. They say I must be one of the wonders of God's own creation. As they can see, they can offer no explanation.